305 to the 303, this is TCSP. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Brian and the Cavalry Serious Band. Welcome to the Casually Serious Podcast. Today we're talking about pet peeves. What pisses you off? Dr. Brian. Dr. Brian just shredding it every week, over and over. The same intro, the same partial solo. The band just doesn't give up, man. It's incredible. Give it up to Dr. Brian and the Casually Serious Band, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for all you do, for real. Ken Man, how's it going, dude? How's life treating you, man? You asked me earlier, how is your Tuesday going? I mean, I honestly think I should do the intro for this show. I, I really do. I mean, you know, hey, Dr. Brian's great and rocks out and all that, but you know, I, I could sing and I've, I really think I should. You got Maybe next pipes? week. Okay. Maybe. You guys, you guys are going to check it out next week. I'm singing the intro. That is what I like to hear, man. For real. Tuesday is good that- though. Otherwise though, I mean, I was just thinking, sorry, I just, you know, I was about to write down a little note, remind myself to, to take singing lessons. And then by well, next we'll week, I'm it. ready. Let's pass it across the board and uh, leave it up to a, to a vote for those uh, the, the the fat cat big wigs that employ us, and uh, we'll take it from there, man. Eh, whatever with those guys. Okay. Whatever with those guys, indeed, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, today's show we are going to focus on some things that have been irking the living hell out of Ken Man for sure. Mm. Um, he is he for the most part. I was going to go ahead and let him anchor this show today because I just think he was ready to go off on a few things, not for any reason in particular. He just we call each other out of the bloom and we're like, hey, this is a great idea for a show uh, because some guy uh, just uh, flipped me off in in in, uh, in traffic and I'd like to talk about that uh, about how people can't drive. So Ken Man decided to give me a shout and said, hey man, we are going to go and we are going to talk about pet peeves because we've got a lot. I've got a lot of things grinding my gears. We've got a lot of that stuff going on right now, so um, you know. Let's let, let's see if let's see if we have anybody in the comments section. Anybody anybody saying hello? No, nobody. I know we got a few eyes on us right now, but that's all right. Don't be that's afraid. Right. Throw out your pet peeves. Don't anything worry. yet? Anything you got going on? You wanted to throw out there before we actually get the show started, Ken Man? I mean, uh, you know, we we always mention a little bit about the sporting world in this show because even though it's not a sports show, we're sports fans. So. Yeah. Quick update. I'll be quick. My Panthers are in the playoffs playing the Lightning down three to two. Great Ooh. game last night. 20 year old goalkeeper jumped in, saved 32 shots for a 3 1 win. Kid just turned 20 two months ago, starting in a Stanley Cup final game. Not sorry, Stanley Cup playoff game. Pretty impressive. Damn. Spencer Knight, the new goalkeeper for our Florida Panthers. Three to two in that series. We still got a chance. The Heat looked like crap last night. Down 0 2 to Milwaukee, looking awesome right now. That Milwaukee wow. team is stacked. I don't see the Heat getting out of this one. Maybe a game or two they're going to take, but that's about it for my love. I hate to say it, but that Milwaukee team, uh, they're pissed about us taking them out last year. They're coming in strong. My Miami Marlins still rocking, playing pretty decent baseball right now, and uh, playing the Phillies right now on that TV across the way there. So that's it for me in sports. Let's see if people get pissed off about people that change the subjects when they're talking about totally different things, because that's kind of what I just did. 
You did. That was that was. But actually, you know, we can get away with that because it's. Uh, we'll call that a professional segue. That shit doesn't happen <laughs> in real life. That you know, people people in real life don't do that. Does they just cut us off? But right. um, real, real quick, I guess I'll go ahead and speak uh, from the music standpoint. The music. There you world. go. In the last week, there have been nine festivals containing seven hundred bands that I will never go and see, uh, simply because I do not feel like coming at the end of a COVID. Uh, um, and all that we've been going through and then just jumping in together in a crowd full of uh, 15,000 people for exactly 13 hours a day for a weekend just doesn't seem. And that really, honestly, just to say it's got less to do with uh, COVID and all that stuff and more to do with the fact that I just can't do festivals anymore. And I understand. I understand why bands are coming out and doing them first as opposed to trying to tour themselves because sure. these they're going to fetch a lot of money for these tickets. Uh, it's going to be payday. They're going to make up for what they lost last year. But the good news is bands are out there and they're and they're yes. and they're touring and they're coming yes. out. Bradley Smith, how's it going? Um, yeah, I'm happy about that. So uh, definitely. Ten Kick, kick, kick off the pet peeves, man. Let's see what you've got. Let's see what what's what's the big irk, man. I mean, I I, I got a bunch, and I got to say, and, and and some <laughs> of these things are just uh, you know little picky quirks about myself. Because look, at the end of the day, with a pet peeve, it's not about the person that peeves you; it's about the peever. So at the, it's yeah. really the person who has that issue that has to somehow come to grips with it or resolve it. That said. I cannot stand hearing anybody consume anything. This is easily number one for me. I, I don't I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're drinking something, if you're chewing on gum, if you're eating your dinner, if I don't care what it is. A, a turkey leg, corn on the cob, some stuff just looks terrible in, in right. public. I don't understand why they sell them at these things or even worse, why people buy things and consume things in public where you know the very next step is going to be sticking your fingers in your mouth to grab the food out. So to me, it's the whole food issue in general. I don't want to hear any of it. In our house, we listen to music. At dinner time, it's part of what we do. We set the table, we make our dinner. It's part of the routine is putting the music on. I mean, one, we love music, but two, I don't want to listen to anybody. Eat. I don't want to listen to myself eat. It reminds me of those um, the SNL skit with Will Ferrell, and um, I'm trying to think who it is that plays the wife. But one of the, one of the more uh, recognizable is when Gwyneth Paltrow and Amy Poehler are sitting at the dinner table, and he's basically saying, "I drive a Dodge Stratus. I, I deserve respect." But in between that, all you hear is the scraping of the knives and the forks on the plates and the chewing. <laughs> So I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out exactly what you're talking about, and you're just basically saying anybody who is audibly smacking, chewing, sucking, slurping, whatever noise that you make with your mouth while eating drives you absolutely up the right. freaking wall. It does, and naturally, I'm not even trying to say that somebody's just eating excessively or they're just right. kind of hoarding food in and not slowing down or just taking as much air with the food as possible. I mean eating quickly in general, obviously not a very healthy lifestyle, but looking at it and watching somebody eat in that way is even more disgusting to me. So uh, that's a worst case scenario, but just, you know, amongst my own family who really nobody, I mean, my seven-year-old seven, so she smacks her lips and stuff. Which <laughs> I'm working on that with her. I do it louder to try yeah, to look like, God, why do you do that? I'm like, cause you are. So yeah, we are working on those things, but, yeah, but yeah. yeah, this, this is my biggest one. I mean, I've got, like I said, a lot, but this is the one that any day, any time can bother me. I could be in my office having something to eat. I need some sound. Just me. I don't want to hear myself eating. It's, okay. It's that, that was what I was going to get to next. 
Is there anybody in your life? Well, let's not say that. Is there? And I know that you're not normally sitting in an office all the time, not in your line of work. But right. are you are you around anyone on a daily basis or a biweekly period that that actually does this? That you're that that you're actually it's triggering you right now, or is it just something you said? Since we're going to talk about pet peeves, this is one of the big ones. I think this particular one, I haven't in a while. There was a time where, yes, I worked for somebody who was absolutely just, uh, you don't want to be near this person while they eat. It's just, there's food everywhere. I mean, there's more food on the person. The grease is on the face. The uh, stuff is dude. in the, it's just, I can't do it. I can't listen, watch, hear. There, I, all all senses are, are just alarms everywhere for me with this particular individual. Um, luckily, no, I've not been around anybody like that for a while. So this particular uh grief is not coming from that uh but it, like i said it doesn't take much with this one so that that's why right. this one is uh, kind of kind of at the top of my list i mean it's annoying i i had a couple friends uh that i grew up with uh some some idiot greg that i knew when i was young that that's exactly how he ate how he drank with a straw like it was it was like i almost felt sometimes like he was doing it on purpose but i think it was really just something that happens um when you're not uh Talk correctly, but at the same time, I get it, man. I, and anyone who's sort of doing it, I, and, and most of the things in my life, if someone does something on purpose to try and get me to, to give them an effect of some kind, I normally can, I normally am able to not get affected by it. Yeah. Right. But yeah, if someone is just sort of like slurping mashed potatoes out of the, you know, my, like the right side, I'm just like, what the hell? I probably would annoy the hell out of me too. So mm -hmm. I get that. But I don't hear it a lot, man. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we, we wind up watching TV actually during uh, a lot of it too. And I do notice uh, if we're, if my wife and I are eating uh, something particularly loud, possibly carrots of some kind, sure. we will turn the volume up on the television. <laughs> I, autom I automatically know right away that that's exactly what's going on because we're automatic. We're chewing louder than the television can, so we can hear it. So yeah, I get, I get you on that, especially the mouth open and the gate. Right. Uh, I like that you went with carrots. I mean, I probably would have went with potato chips or something, but hey, you're healthier than me, so we're good, we're good. It's all good. <laughs> Say your prayers. Take your vitamins, brother. Yeah. <laughs> we're in there, man. Oh, we've got Tammy saying that uh miso or miso. Let's go with misophonia is the is a sound sensitivity thing. Uh yeah, it could, could definitely be it. I Am mean I being diagnosed right now. Possibly, but you oh, know interesting. We, we uh we've got WebMD we've got all that stuff going on anyway. So uh, how about this? How about this one? This is this is probably on the top of my list. And considering uh, I do a lot of driving throughout the course of the day, oh, this yeah. is the reason why I have an issue. And I will preface this by saying there is a huge amount of different kinds of drivers in Denver, Colorado, right now in my life. There are people from everywhere, so it's not necessarily the fact that certain people drive this way. It's the fact that so many different people are driving so many different ways. But Irregardless, I will tell you right now, the kind of people who annoy the shit out of me are the kind of people who try and cut you off because they didn't feel like waiting behind you like everyone else. And, and, and I'm talking mostly on exits and things like that. And I do stupid shit in order to make sure these people do not cut me off. I move a little <laughs> too close to the person in front of me. I know this. I purposely posture my vehicle to let them know I am not the one homie because I am just tired of it. I'm, and, and listen, I actually heard uh, um, somebody say that that is actually the proper thing to do. Waiting in line is not really the smartest thing for the flow of traffic. Driving and uh, I guess they're called they call it zipper merging uh, would be is the smartest way to merge. But this is really I'm talking about things that ha things people that do this when you're on an exit and you're trying to exit 
and everyone is exiting at the same time. So you got to wait in line. But motherfuckers just say, no, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and, and cut you off or whatever. They don't even signal. You know, that drives me insane, man. Irresponsible uh, people who do shit on purpose in traffic, I will label it, are the people that make me freaking nuts. I get it. I get it. And I look, we, of course, I'm in Miami, so traffic's terrible here. So we see that yes. kind of stuff all the time. Those are, those are moves that are made every day. And, and I'm that guy too. I'm right up in the front. If I could be in the other lane blocking or doing anything, I'm doing it with my truck. I'm trying to take up as much room as I can. I don't want people doing that, you know. And I see what you're saying with the exiting versus merging. Merging to me is worse when they fly by knowing they have to cut back in. Those yeah. to me, man, I'm in the other lane. I'm I'm taking over anything in those cases. I hate them. But in the case that you're talking about with people flying ahead and getting ahead of everybody because they're so much better, I don't understand this. Like if you're in line at a store, nobody's going to walk and do that and just like, yes. you know what I mean? They Thank feel you. their vehicle. But there could be a really nice person in there who would never, ever in a store just be like, I'm just going to step right up in front of nine people behind me in line. You're just not going to do that. So I, I don't understand this boldness that people get, this uh, just sense of authority within their car that they have to not pay attention to anybody else. And they could be as big of an asshole as they want because they're in their car. I, I'm glad that you brought this up. Thank you very much, because that's exactly what I say. And I equate it to the same reason why people are are able to say what they say on the Internet, knowing that they have got miles and miles of uh, Internet space between one end and their end. Right. And basically on the highway, Lord people warriors. just have thousands and thousands of pounds of steel between each other. So right. they're thinking that's OK. Now, somebody yeah. who grows who grew up in Miami, like myself, knows better than to talk a lot of smack to people in traffic because you'll probably just get shot. Right. And that's really that's really that's the deal. But, so but here's the thing I like about the Miami driving system. The Miami driving system is much like South America or or any, any place that, that has, uh, you know, streets and things that are actually put in there, even though they're sort of an afterthought. Uh, Miami, at least folks are in a hurry. So if you're too mm -hmm. slow, that's really what's causing the problem. It's not really yeah. everyone. It, and the fact that everyone's there's just so many people, that's what makes that kind of driving a problem in Miami, Florida. But if you Definitely. cut that in half, driving in Miami would be actually pretty effective because everyone's in a friggin' hurry. That's but true. Unfortunately, here in Denver, Colorado, everyone's like, well, I'll tell you what, we'll just maybe we'll get there in uh, 30 minutes, 45. You know, like, I don't even know. I have no <laughs> idea. But most of the time, the thing I yell the most is drive your effing car. That is what I yell the most. Drive your effing car! <laughs> no one seems to be doing, they're doing everything else other than that shit. Believe me when I tell you that. My wife will tell you the same thing. People are just, dude, I saw, I've seen people videoing, not even driving, dude. It's oh, terrifying. Yeah. I, I know, I know. I'm getting pissed We're... off, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Relax now. We're not trying to do that. We're, if we get to, you know, enough people hear this, maybe they'll stop doing some of these things. I, I, you know, the driving thing, definitely big down here. It's big. I drive all day for my work. I'm on the road all day long. So, you know, I, I've gotten to the point now where I expect people to be stupid every day on the road. I generally don't worry about it. <clears throat> I don't flick anybody off. I don't heart. My horn doesn't even work in my car right now for whatever reason. I was honking at somebody wow. and then it just went off. So it's probably better, but I, because <laughs> I, I will like, honk. Watch this, bro. I will honk. I'll teach like, this motherfucker to honk at me. 
Do a little button. <laughs> Somebody got gone. sick of it and disconnected my horn for sure. That's but but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll let people know when they're doing something stupid or whatever as best as I can. But I'm not flicking anybody off. I'm not getting angry. I'm lo- looking to get in a fight or pull a gun on anybody. I'll usually give a thumbs up actually when somebody does something stupid. Just today, I was waiting for a car to go by and then it just made a right. And I was like, no turn signal. You could have told me this a while ago and I could have gone already. So I just yes. gave him one of those little thumbs up and I just had this real quick look like, the heck that guy i'm like it's a thumbs up i'm not i'm not getting angry i'm just telling you great job thank you for being so considerate and at the end of the day that's what it is it's consideration or lack thereof of people around us whether it's in our cars or walking or doing whatever or eating or (laughs) it's just having consideration having spatial awareness when you're out in public where other people are Uh, you know my wife brought this one up to me today about people being like congregated in aisles or in areas where you know obviously people trying to flow through, but you're like in the same group, but you know, you're taking over this whole area that people need to get through. You know, those kind of things are all societal issues. There are people just need yeah. to understand, Hey, we live together. It's like that Seinfeld episode with Costanza. It's a society. We need to live together. It's like, like, seriously it is. And we do. And there needs to be a little more consideration for people. That's actually on my list here. I have it on my list. Stopping when the crowd is moving. And again, that's sort of like an, it's sort of like an afterthought, but it's basically in line with what you're saying right there with, right. with people who are, you know, when there's a, a natural flow of things going. But for some reason, you feel like you are way more important than the, you know, inertia and the natural movement of human that right. you can just stand there with 30 of your friends and whatnot. You know, you're right. And I think it's it, it most of this stuff um, has a lot to do with selfishness. And and I think maybe um, I and I can only speak for myself. Maybe I'm a little too sensitive to that. Maybe I'm a little Maybe I feel like things are more deserving than they actually are, because really, I, I can't expect anyone to do shit. I'm, I'm probably just thinking immaturely by thinking other people are going to be driving respectfully. When really, when you're in your own car, for the most part, most people are in their own freaking world with their own freaking music and their own stupid phone texting while they're driving and shit. Like everyone is just in their own little pocket and it's a big problem, but you're right, man. It it really comes down to selfishness, man. And look at it from this side too. I've done things stupid. I've done something where someone's honked at me. I'm like, oh shit, I was just that guy. And that happens and we all do it, which makes me feel like a lot of times when we have these things or see these things happen or they happen to us, you know, it's not always the same person. So maybe that person just got caught in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Maybe they're not normally that person. You know, maybe you're mad because you held a door open for somebody and they didn't say thank you as they went. And like, that bothers me. If I'm holding a door for you, I a nod, an acknowledgement, anything, just walk right by me. I'm always the guy. I'm like, you're welcome. You know, I'm saying that if you say nothing, because I feel that's that's more rude. But maybe right. that person was just their mind was really deep and something really serious happened in their life or something. You want to try to, you know, think that, all right, I just caught that person at the bad time. And that's something I don't, you know, like, but doesn't mean that that's how that person is all the time or that's how most of society is. And right. it just, it, you know, it's, it's one of those kinds of situations that it just sort of depends on the situation, I guess, and how frequently it happens. So along with all that, along with people being uh, selfish, there, there also needs to be, and this is the second thing that pisses me off about all that, is that I let it upset me when, yeah. for some reason, maybe that one person that did that was legitimately confused and didn't know, right. oh, crap, this is my exit. So right there, as I'm hypocritically saying, you need to be freaking more understanding of the world, I am not being understanding to what possibly may be going on 
in the driver uh, in the in the driver's mind that's that's cutting me off right now simply because it's happened so many times I have to just assume everyone's like screw Bob and then they right. just try and cut me off because like Bob always lets people in or Bob never lets anyone in he's gonna let me in this time like that's well, what it feels like like you should know me dude I'm not letting you in but they don't know <laughs> that you're just a car on the road and, and, and that's a good segue into another one that really bugs me about people leaving games early because as much as I try to justify people doing whatever it is that they do I cannot get this one. I don't get this. I don't understand why people buy a ticket to an event and leave early. I, I don't care if your team's winning, your team's losing, whatever's happening. If you're going to buy a ticket to an event, go to that event. If you feel that that event didn't live up to what you felt you paid for, why would you leave early? Because now you're not getting, you're getting even less of your money's worth. It's just that I, I try to rationalize this in my mind because I'm the guy that does not leave early. I mean, ever, never, ever. I sat through 58 to nothing drudging of Clemson beating UM once. I watched every second of it. I don't leave games early, and I don't get why people do. And, I mean, it's happened so much in sports where that comeback, you know, it happens. Like when people, oh, they're not coming back. But it's happened. We've seen it, so it's possible. Why would you not want to be sitting in your seat to watch one of the greatest comebacks ever? The 2013 uh, uh, NBA Finals. I mean, a third of the arena started leaving for that heat game, and Ray Allen hit that three-pointer. We came back and won the game. People were trying to get back in the arena, and they yeah, didn't let him yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. They, they said, you left. You ain't coming back in. They didn't even I get a watch that. over time and see one of the greatest NBA finals that ever, ever happened. To this day, it's one of the biggest shots in any NBA finals ever, and these people missed it. These people walked away. You know, the Dolphins a few years ago with that miracle last play against New England, so many people had left that game already. And I'm right. sitting there with my daughter and here I'm like, oh, whatever, let's see, maybe we run back a kick or something. <laughs> that was one of the most awesome plays I'd ever seen with seven different laterals and just what a sick play. They call it the Miami Miracle today. But all these people left and all these people didn't get to see it live. I don't get that. That one I can't justify I in any part of me whatsoever. I got to say, I think I, I'm guilty on that. And, and my brother is too. My brother, shout out to my brother, Bill. I know for a fact him and I are early leavers and only in, and only in one particular scenario. And I, I don't want to say scenario, one particular function. Uh, throughout the hundreds and hundreds of concerts you and I have been to and my brother, you know, thousands between us, um, I started at least over the last 10 years with uh, the connection between concerts and artists and their set lists and us knowing that before a concert actually happens uh normally what happens is we know that a concert's going to let out after this encore or something if we don't necessarily like the encore that's going to happen at a concert or we look and say all right let's wait for this song to end we want to at least leave one song to two songs early and it's worked out a lot for a lot of concerts where we actually have zero traffic and we beat it all but there has also been a lot of times where I've been really, really happy that I stayed at a concert because something happened or a song was added that didn't really make it onto the set list that I looked up. Uh, and I spoil myself with all those set lists, by the way. I'm an idiot like that. But um, and I'm also sort of a snob, I guess, because, you know, if you want to go to a show, go to a show and enjoy it. But I always need to know what the set list for some reason. Maybe I need to stop that. But. I, I, I think that's, that that's, though, that's a different that's a totally different scenario though with music yeah. to sports I mean sports there's something can happen. There's the be a change. right I get it I mean and I understand people get mad at a team they're not playing well they're down by a lot they're not going to come back whatever you might think yeah but it, I, I but people leaving in a third quarter of a football game in the seventh inning of a baseball game I just don't I just don't understand that thinking I really really don't that's the and if it's to beat traffic or to get out in front of people I 
why are you coming to a game? I mean, the, the, yeah, you know, hey, guess what? Newsflash, it'll be 30,000 people here. I mean, that, that's what it is. <laughs> it's a big mass of people, you know? And, and, and music, I think it's different. And for the reasons you said, I mean, if you know what's coming and you've heard the band, you've seen it, you know what it is, I get it. You don't know what's coming in sporting events ever. That's right. the beauty of sports. You have no idea how it's going to end. And to that's leave true. early just shows your lack of knowledge of that. Or, I know de that, or, or I know. desire to care. I guess maybe that's the I know that you buy tickets, but you don't care. I don't know. Isn't that it's, it's been and I can you can you can speak for this. I've been gone since '97 for Miami, but I, I know historically Miami has always kind of been that fan base where yeah, late, um, late arriving, yeah. early leaving, yeah. and that yeah. too, late arriving. What is that? What is that doing for you? I mean, you you people come at staggered times. Like I usually don't have a time get a problem getting into any arena or stadium. I mean, the Dolphins yeah. put 75,000 in that stadium. And I tell you, man, I get in and out of that thing. They do a great job with traffic control over there. They know what they're doing. Just trust them. Go to the damn game. Watch you the whole freaking watch. game. All right? You want to tell me they stopped selling alcohol after the third quarter. That's why you leave. Damn, that's probably the best excuse I've heard yet. I'll tell you what. This is one that kills me. And, and again, <clears throat> we should all temper our expectations on the Internet. Uh, especially social media, um, and more, most especially places where type is really what uh, takes precedence over anything else, what people write. Uh, so my biggest issue, especially when it comes to social media, is uh, when people simply just don't know how to spell uh, and they and they they write massive paragraphs that look just ridiculous all the way down to the person who doesn't know the your and your apostrophe situation and there and there um, and there I hate the theirs I mean the theirs those, are, me those are sort of those are uh, those are low low hanging fruit at this point there's there's a lot of them you know supposedly and I mean and and listen before people start jumping out of my ass I understand that there are plenty of different people who have been allotted through a lot of different educational systems. <laughs> That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this. If you think for maybe a minute that you possibly are not the greatest at speaking or not even writing, but your attempt to write a 25-word paragraph for some reason, you keep continuing to do that, uh, and people are telling you that you're not writing the right things, maybe you need to look into that. And again, I'm not making fun of anybody who might not be able to write. I'm just saying at this point, if you're going to put some words out there, man, like get those tightened up. Just tighten up the words, man. Tighten up the phrasing. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm being a a dick about that dude i don't know that's right it just drives me crazy and I, i'll be a grammar i don't want to say a grammar nazi because i don't want to be uh, incorporated with that bullshit uh <laughs> let's just say a grammar police um uh, but even then i'm not i'm not giving anybody citations it's not like I, me I, I don't correct anyone either that's just a dick i get move. it i get it's it just I, in my mind i actually have a friend of mine who's dyslexic and uh they used to send i was me too and he sent me postcards and stuff from different places when he was traveling. And I, I used to correct the, the, the spelling and the grammatical errors. And then when I would see him, I would show him my, my, uh, my, my remarks on his, uh, his postcards. He didn't appreciate that very much. So, yeah, that's no. a little dickish in a way. And knowing that yeah. somebody is dyslexic or has a learning disability in one way or another, the crazy thing is the dude could write really well. The things he was saying were always incredible. It just kind of mixed up the, the words and letters from time to time. I, think I, I get what you're clear. saying. It's not there. I know that's not where you're going with it. I know exactly where you're going it's with it. people and that I know. Yeah, right. And, and people even trying to do shorthand in a way that just doesn't work. And I, I'm with that. And I, I look, it's a new world with the way that we communicate now. And some people just want to do it quick and easy. I, I'm yeah. like that too. I'm all day texting and I'm going back and putting in the the, the in front of this. And because <laughs> I look at it and read it, ah, it doesn't like, I, I need that to read better. But 
I'm spending more time than I need at the end of the day with a text message. It's not an English paper, you know? Yeah, I do that. And I, I have a friend who likes to take, um, you know, let's, let's go ahead and say 20 sentences that probably could have been included in one whole text <laughs> and breaks it up into about eight of them. Uh, and, and, you know, and again, I'm talking seriously. I understand that people don't necessarily think the way I do. I'm always sort of like this crazy overthinker. Like, I want to make sure I condense every bit of my thought into one paragraph so this person can understand it. And I don't have to keep going back and forth with them. But not everyone's like that. They're like, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. But I never type either. I always hit the microphone and talk into my phone. So, um, you know, I even say comma, apostrophe. You know, like I, you have to say all that stuff with the voice, uh, the voice to text. Right. So I don't know that it's it, it bums me out really more than less of a pet peeve. It bums me out. People I went to school with who I know are better than that. You're better than that. And you're, you're coming at me with incorrect grammar, man. And again, not bad spelling and not knowing how to spell that word. Just come on, dude. Like ambiguous is a tough word to remember how to spell. It is. And there's such ambiguity to it. Shouldn't have had two meetings. I saw that on a commercial. I'm not going to steal it. So another one that really bugs me a whole lot. This one I really don't like at all. You're in a long line. Let's say we're ordering food somewhere at a restaurant. You got the menu in front of you. Everything's there. The people who aren't ready when it's their turn. It's like we've been in line for a long time. You already know what's there. Order what you want. Be ready. Don't sit there and, hmm, well. Or if you're going somewhere where they need to see your driver's license, have the driver's license ready. Now you're there fumbling through your bags and your pockets and your dude, everyone's in line. They're telling you yeah. what to do yeah. and be ready with people who are not ready when it's their turn in line. Oh my Absolutely God, frustrated. They, this is somebody who just has no idea what's going on around them. They're just in their own world completely. And they just cannot do enough to just understand, Hey, there's a long line. There's a lot of people waiting because once they've waited too, mind you. So I give them yeah. that. But once it's their turn, we can have, we can make this move a little quicker. You know, we can use our own minds to make those things happen. But those folks kind of screw it all up for the rest of us, or at least make me mad. A couple people. Behind. It's it's something. It's another terminology I use: zero friggin' situational awareness. <laughs> it's 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 no one. It's you know seriously, man. I saw that. I saw that awesome video that girl fighting off that 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 would be kidnapper in florida in northern florida uh, but it's really no it, it surprises the hell out of me that more people aren't kidnapped more often with how stupid they are in public and how and how they don't have their face swiveling anywhere other than looking directly at their phone uh it, it again it's got it's got really a lot to do with the how sort of lazy socially we become um sure. and, and i i don't know man i i it drives me crazy too man i'm right there with you on that one dude i don't I don't really know if uh, if there's any um, if there's any remedy to that, man. No, honestly, it's just stupidity in society, and it's something that uh, we're going to deal with for a long time because there's stupidity everywhere. I was having a conversation with somebody about that today. They're like, "Oh God, down here in South Florida, and the people, and they don't care, and they're not considered, they're not this, they're not that." I, I feel that I travel a good amount, man. It's everywhere. It, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It, things yeah. are just becoming different now. You know, it, it really, I mean, social media and just this, the way that people get their information now has made things just so different than it's been before. And it's something that as always, we're going to be going through and things will change, but this is a worldwide thing. This isn't like pop culture or something happening in America. This is all over the world. 
This is why people in North Korea, people in Iran, people in China that are having their internet, you know, kind of monitored and watched are still doing everything they can to get past that because they are more westernized and they are more interested in how to do things in a in a more democratically controlled society. But yet we look at Iran and we look at China, we look at North Korea as enemies and, and honestly, the people there aren't. So not going into anything politically, but I just feel ultimately that the the way that people get their information has changed the way that people even act in public. And it makes the way we act in public so different because yeah. we're so used to having our interactions this way, whether it's uh, we're in the safety of our home. I mean, I could be naked under this. I mean, there's just certain things that just you could just do or you could act or you could portray yourself as being different. And then when you're in actual society and seeing people and being amongst people again, and certainly after a pandemic, we're going to see just the way people react now. And it sounds odd, but shit, people forget how to act in public. And we're seeing it already with all these fights at airports and plazas and malls and parties. And people just, they don't remember what it's like to have to interact in the society again. And it's, it seems silly to even say that out loud. Yeah, I, I honestly figured, I don't know, maybe people, you know, a misfit like myself has learned a long time ago how easy it is to live without a whole bunch of people around them. But that's not always been the case with everyone else. And it is odd to see the world kind of going in that direction, um, which is uh, which is, you know, just a new thing. I didn't really I didn't really foresee that either. I, I I'm feeling the rubber band effect of everyone wanting to get the hell out for summer because everything that has to do with outdoors is being booked up. My wife yeah. just booked up a cabin that we're going to do. We're going to do like Tuesday to Thursday just because we friggin can. You know what I mean? But um, and and let, before we keep going on on this one, I want to let everybody know anyone who's watching us on YouTube. Don't forget, you can actually listen to us on Spotify now. Uh, we uh, were able to get in on that on on, on that uh, area. They're doing um, just audio podcasts right now, but video will be included soon. Uh, but, you know, maybe you don't want to look at us all the time and just kind of listen to us. And then maybe you could just sort of imagine us. Maybe we look like the, the, the guys that you want us to look like. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, I'm just saying, if you want to listen to us on Spotify, you can have us to go. We'll be in your warm pocket like a gummy bear from uh, from the old Fair days. Ferris Bueller. I didn't want to drop it. I, I wanted other people to to get that one. Sorry. But yeah, if you if you haven't it's done that, in my please pocket do so. all day. It's real warm and moist. Uh, if you moist. haven't, uh, I, I have it on my list, but I don't really care about it. I, I like I really like cake, so I don't really give a damn about that word. And um, you gotta have moist cake, man. Dry cake sucks. But if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel on uh, YouTube, please do so. You can always check us out through uh, my Bobby Cannabis Cowboy. Uh, and cultivating with the Cannabis Cowboy channel, but we have a uh, Casually Serious podcast YouTube channel, and I will throw the link up here as soon as possible so you guys can join it. Uh, either way, listen to us, watch us, all that good stuff, and thanks for everyone who's been hanging out with us right now. Um, so I've got one right now as well, um, and it sort of is attached to the whole driving thing because it has to do with vehicles. Oh but uh, I, I have a problem with people who, who just don't give a damn about how they parked. And again, I don't know if how this person parked was a reaction to how an idiot parked before them and is now gone. But oh, it normally, yeah. normally doesn't matter. I'm talking about Ferraris. I'm talking about $100,000 trucks and people that are just like, you know, screw you. I'm taking two of these things up. You know, like those people who, who just who, who don't even maybe pull in enough or just overlap on the second one. Dude, at this point. You have to learn how to drive your car better, and you need to know how to park it better. 
it, it's just it's look man it's too far it's gone too drive far. your effing car man right back to it again dude everything we yeah. do is drive your effing car drive your effing car dude <laughs> it's insane how do you not know how to park uh, uh, you know we can go the car thing we can go on forever and ever so here's another one that i have uh within my own home and workplace i can't stand and this comes from my grandfather for sure when people leave lights on or fans on in an unoccupied room i i just i Light switches are made conveniently right by the doorway. They're generally always there. <laughs> you, it's, it's super, super easy when coming in or going out of a room to turn a light on or a fan on and then also to turn it off. Here's the other cool thing about lights and fans. They're instantaneous. You press a light switch, you have illumination. You press wow. your fan, you're going to have some wind. When you leave, there is no reason for the room to be illuminated or any cooler. So why not turn it off? There's energy being expended for the likes of your floor and your bedroom and your television set. It's not needed. It's just not needed. Turn off the lights. Turn off stuff when you're not in a room. It, it's a simple, simple thing to ask. And it just doesn't get done by folks around me. So I guess it just drives me nuts. Because it does. My grandfather started it with me when I was really young. He used to do that when I'd stay at his house over the weekends. And it would be like, a, hey, hey, are you in that room anymore? No. Why is the light on? I mean, all the time with that. All the time with that. So it's just beat into me, literally. So that's, that's kind of, I mean, not literally. He didn't beat me. I mean, he was a little rough. <laughs> he, you know, he was born in 1905. It, he also had a little thing with, oh, never mind. Anyway, we've got a different show. We'll talk about that stuff. So lights on, lights off, and fans take a crap ton of electricity. I understand lights today with the low voltage things. We're not sucking up as much electricity as before. But hell, man, we're still, that, that dial's still moving faster when that light's on. And even faster when that fan's on. They suck at electricity. Let me tell you, fans are garbage. They're great for a room. I love them. They will help with air circulation. They, they pull a lot of electricity. And I'm not giving you any electricity lessons today. So whatever. I'm done. You're right. You're done. The, rant, the rant's glad, over. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, we don't, I don't necessarily, we don't really have that problem again, but you know, we're doing, I'm doing a podcast. I have exactly five lights around me right now. So I'm not exactly being a, a courteous to our energy. Do you really have time. five lights on you? Yes. I yes. Have one crappy little light on me as you can yeah, tell it's, it glows it on stupid. my face here and here but you can see it in my it's glasses stupid. see it up there yeah, i have there. a huge following in japan so i need to stay up I need really <laughs> need to keep, my appearance is a massive thing right now but so if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about um if, if we're gonna talk about what's going on in the home <clears throat> and again i really can't speak about the home without speaking about the one and only person who lives in there with me one, my wife <laughs> Oh, I, I uh, the dogs. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I I mean, the dogs aren't doing this. And if they were, I would get on their ass about it, too. But I don't get on her ass about it either. Uh, it's just something that peeps me. It really grinds in my gears. Right um, we are talking about incorrect and incorrect, according to me, not according to any sort of law <laughs> or rule set. Incorrect dishwasher loading. So dishwashers. Dishwasher. Um and this is the way, and let me go ahead and uh, I should just explain it right now. What Please. I enjoy, and really, it, there's only a few things that I keep sort of uh, a uniformity to. So <clears throat> it's usually coffee cups and coffee mugs because my wife and I drive a dream. Uh, oh, like a whole oh, sorry. Yeah, then, trust sorry. me. Thank you. I'm sorry. On the right hand side, I heard this. I heard something too. Um, coffee cups are on one side, but usually for me, it's the right. And anything that you drink out of on the left side. All right. And then when it comes to the utensils, all the spoons, knives, Forks, butter knives are all in their own little pocket. All right, and 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 normally, unless they're not sharp, 
All right. They'll be pointed, you know, they'll be pointed down so that no one gets their hands cut open. But I normally have some sort of a bit of uniformity to it. And really, for me, the that way of thinking is simply because when you are unloading it, you are able to unload all the like things in the like area at the same time. So it's sort of like a pre-bussing thing. And that's why I load my dishwasher up, because I say to myself, I want to pull all one handful of forks out and drop it in the fork slot. One handful of freaking spoons out and drop it in the spoon slot. But that doesn't always happen. Mm. That As one it does with me. Yeah, that one. Yeah, we're definitely going with OCD Bob on that one. Yeah, uh, for I'll sure. Take it. For I'll sure, because at the end of the day, they need to get in there and get clean, and then they, they need to come out. That's but really. It really doesn't matter where the hell they are. That. No, it doesn't really matter at all. It does. All. It does. No. no. If you no. let me tell you, because if you put if you put a <laughs> if you put let's say you put a let's say you got a lasagna pan right and it's coated sure. with cheese, let's say you put that at the bottom. Pre-wash, brother. Pre-wash. You, if you lay it face down, then the jets from the bottom of that dishwasher are not going to reach the top where they spray your uh, where they spray everything else. There's a lot uh-huh. of blocking that can happen. So, so you don't uh, have the sprayer on the top one too. You just don't have a good enough dishwasher. Then is your that problem. might be it as well. You need that the double be- sprayer. That way, I, there's I mean, there's there's issues to that. There's hey, probably what about something you? that pops up. I don't know. I'm not in yeah. there ever. I you're not, and you shouldn't. Maybe I need to go in there. I need to no, go no, in there. I think you really should stay out of your dishwasher. But I still <laughs> that could be still, the problem. Really, I'm blaming my wife, and it's the freaking dishwasher. I'm wow. coming to get you, you prick. I'm I gotta say, man, I'm not I'm not on board with this one at all. I, I okay, feel like I, I'm on Team Jordana for that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Someone has to be. <laughs> I, like that. Right. I like that one though i like that one though as far as uh you know all right let's see i got a bunch of them on here so we're going to jump on to another one help us serious, guys. here's one here's one this is this is here's an airport one for you travelers and i nice. finally booked a flight and come out to colorado gonna see my boy bob gonna see my sister my buddies my friends you're gonna see black crows it's gonna be awesome really I'm thing. i nice. love it i'm right. super excited but while at an airport one of the things that really drives me nuts is when the announcement is made that a plane's arrived. Generally, all the people then start to stand up. And nobody has called for anybody to line up at the gate yet. But now there's already that hovering line of people that are all kind of getting skewed up as close as they can. So when they call them or their spot, you're just right in there. I mean, why? Why? We're, we're like 12 feet away. You were just sitting in a really nice, comfortable chair. That plane just landed. It's got a half an hour at least before (laughs) you're even going to sniff the ability to be able to board that airplane. And you're already standing like a jackass hovering around for what freaking reason? So you could get a little closer. Now, listen, I understand the benefit of getting on a plane early enough to grab one of those overhead spots. I get it. I get it. Or if you're a long like me, that that fire exit is really what I'm looking for. There you go. Well, yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, but 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 regardless, you not you don't have to hover in this manner. Like this is this is outdated because now people board in 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 groups. So we're boarding in groups. We're boarding in smaller groups. So you don't have to (laughs) rush. 187 people don't have to run to the freaking gate as soon as they open the 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 check-in. You don't have to do it that way. We can all come up in like groups of 12 or 15 and we'll all make, and you could pay more and go earlier and in front of people. If you're really that much of a stickler that you need to be in front, pay more money. If you pay more money, they let you on the plane earlier. Tell so you're talking about, are, are we talking about, um, cause there's, there's airlines at the gate. In, at the gate yeah, I'm there's airlines about. in particular where you have to obviously, 
where there's no assigned seating where you have to go. They they kind of let sections go on. But I know what you're saying. Where yeah, no, but honestly, if you're flying a cheap flight like that, then that's on you. If you want to play, right. you know, if, if you want to have a mosh pit to get on an airplane, then then be a be a part of that. But generally, and especially now while traveling, I think we should still be able to maintain you know decent distances from one another and don't have to be all all on top of each other just because I agree. God forbid you don't get an overhead. You know what happens if you don't get an overhead? They check your bag for free even. So come on, man. For free. The the world. For free. You know, Shove I, that crap booked, up in the seat uh, in front of you, man. Come on, man. Don't get stupid. People travel lighter. I booked a flight through Southwest and um, I just recently, probably last month, decided what the hell I'm going to pay the extra $25 both ways to make sure that I am that first group of people that is allowed to stand up and get in that little section and board go. the plane and then pick your shit. Because and you're again, guaranteed like, anything you need. Pretty much. Pretty much. And again, like you said, and that and and I feel like people just sort everyone's trying to find a shortcut to something. And normally it's paying for something. They want to try and figure out a way to cut that whole damn thing out. But right. look, everything is on demand, man. Everything and it all applies to everything in life, especially when you're flying. Uh you want an extra bag check, dude, fifty bucks. You're cool. They look I know a guy. I can get your bag on there. Fifty bucks. That's ex- that's all of them, and, and and especially when you're booking flights right now. Oh, you want nonstop on the way back? All right, dude. I got a guy. One hundred fifty bucks. Sure, dude. We can get anything we want now. You just got to pay for it. And that shit, believe me, it sucks. It, it bothers me. But you're right. If you want to be that person, pay that money so you're not right. that person. And stop. But, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, and then there's a lot of instances of this in any grouping that people are about to go into. It could be at a concert for, you know, I mean, I get it when you're lining up for, for general admission. I get it. Right. There's a mad dash at when, when it comes to a general admission a concert. But that right. you're, you're being let out into a big field. You know, here we're all trying to get on a little tiny airplane where there's only one row. And the same yeah. thing getting off the plane with everybody jumps up as soon as the damn thing. Ding! Broof! Everybody's like, you, dude, it's 20 minutes till the doors are open. You got another 20 minutes for every fucking 10 rows, basically, until you're going to get out of there. What the hell are you jumping up for, man? Just chill. Everybody just chill. That's so true, man. That's a good one, man. Because I tell you what. I know, and normally, if I'm not, and if I'm not able to secure that fire exit where I can at least stretch my legs out because I'm six three or so, I I it, I have to stand up. So I'm normally getting that aisle seat so I can at least get up at and walk stretch. to the bathroom right. and pop my knees or something like right. that. But normally, yeah, but you're trying like to that, get anywhere, you know, I if you're in row thirty eight, you're not going to yeah. get out before the lady in row twelve. Dude, like it's just it's not in row, the way it works. If you're in row three, you're not getting anywhere because until <laughs> that freaking true. door opens, nothing, nothing you do matters. It you know, really you is. can't just grab your thing and just start knocking people out of the way because the door is still shut. You know what I mean? Like when that door opens up, that's when that's when the movement happens anyway. So you're you're exactly right. And I might have been guilty of doing that, too. But I, I, I'm normally that person now who's just sit, still sitting there it. while everyone I, that's is what I, do. I don't move. <laughs> Listen to the rest of my music, dude. Yep, and yeah. I'm an aisle seat guy for for leg space too. So I'm I'm always in an aisle seat. I might have people next to me. They're standing with their head crunched over the overhead thing. I'm like, that looks yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, if you expect me to move, I'm not. I'm staying right here because I'm comfy. You're an idiot. You could sit there with the neck crank. Go ahead. It's all good for you. I just don't get people sometimes. It's just like I don't want out to. I don't want to be on this damn plane with all you people. So, but you know what? In 15 or 20 minutes, we're all going to be out of the airplane. Yeah, I got one. I got one. I got hey, one. That was, silence. that was like the longest silence ever between you and I before we talk all the time. What's next? 
Oh, that was now the longest silence after the when people who interrupt. I don't understand <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> when, pe- <laughs> when people interrupt, man. So what when is it that you don't interrupt. like, Bob? I, mean, I, can't, I can't hear what you're saying. I'm trying to understand what what is it. You have one? Do you not have uh, yeah. another one? All right, Bob doesn't have one. I'm moving on to mine. Yeah, when people inter- when people interrupt you and. <clears throat> it's a specific kind of person that angers me the most. It's the kind of person who is just sort of actively listening and waiting for their time to uh-huh. say something, uh-huh. which is definitely something uh-huh. people who podcast do. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. those people right there yeah. that are uh-huh. waiting uh-huh. for that hole. Uh-huh. And then they, yeah. uh-huh. bam, they know, get in there like, the they say, yeah. I'm a snake. Uh-huh. And they get in like, I'm yeah. a snake. And they get in there right when they need to get in there. That drives me crazy, dude. Um, <laughs> That's people a good people one. that are close to me do that. And and uh, real close, God, what man. You're trying to say, man. <laughs> no, I mean other people. They're they're close. Oh, it's it's people. it sucks. It sucks sometimes. Close. It really does. I get angry, dude. Like I I just go like this. I'm not talking. And I'm like, to forget you about it. What are you gonna do? You know, you like you get you, you get angry for like a millisecond. Yeah. It's so stupid to get that kind of shit your energy. But you know what? Yeah. And there's people people who habitually do it, you can sort of get on their ass because you can call them for it. Like, dude, come on, Johnny. You're always cutting me off. And that seems to be like your MO. So uh, no more blow for you when you come to the party, dude. Um, by the, you know, we're in our late 40s. No more blow, period. How about that? Uh, but yeah, I, 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 it still bothers me. It's a blow party. Shape or form. <laughs> if it's a blow party, then what do you want? I mean, you um, need it, right? But yeah, dude, I don't know. The the it, I believe what we most of us, uh, what you and I, uh, what uh, constitutes most of what we are talking about, has a lot more to do with the selfishness, of the of the current state of the humanoid in uh, in America right now. Whether right. it be on the road, whether it be uh, in your local Eckerd Drugs, <laughs> that's oh, not around true. anymore. Um, anywhere really, uh, people. I don't know if they've forgotten how to be in society. I'm just thinking. Uh, since we've been away from it for so long, people are now able to say, you know what, I, I am me and you better just take what I do and how I am in public or you can screw off. That's really sort of it is. Uh, I think the problem, everyone's just sort of like, hey, that's me, dude. Like, what do you want? It's a free country. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's just people right. are just like, you know, well, you can't have your dog hanging out of your underwear uh, and just wearing your underwear. You understand I mean, your that? Scrotum, you can. I feel like people can walk around with their scrotum hanging out, but the dong's got to stay inside. I mean, that's my personal opinion. The Ghetto Boys and Scarface did say you got to let your nuts hang, so you're right, right on that one. Right. You, know, I mean, you don't I just, let your penis hang out. No. It's man, just, just societal just, norms. I don't know what it is anymore. What are the I, norms, I, dude? I mean, in, in a world where dongs are hanging out and scrotums are not, I, I don't want to be a part of that anymore. I mean, it's just it, – where do we go, though? I mean, who's next? Senseless. Like, where, what's the next country that's going to accept us and then decide that, you know, societal norms are important? And what are they? Are they the unwritten rules of society, essentially? Are the, the ways you can act or not act? You know, we have sets of manners. We have sets of, you know, things, the do's and don'ts and stuff we try to teach our kids. But but who's teaching the adults? And, and what happens with the kids that were never taught that then grew into adults and now either just <laughs> really truly don't know any better or yeah. have just become almost a product of their environment? So we're now dealing with people like that because parents don't know how to raise their kids. And at the end of the day, that's really what it comes down to. Every person 
that is what they are and what they're made of is so because of their upbringing. It may not be their parents. It may be a grandparent or an uncle or an aunt or a boss or a brother or a sister or anybody who may have raised you. But if anybody raised you in some sort of a way that gave you the ability to understand what it's like to interact in society with other people, then you would have that just general <laughs> Just general, and I'm not even, I'm saying you don't have to be overly conscious of it, but just a general consciousness of living in a society and not wanting to treat people in ways that you wouldn't want to be treated or doing things to people that you wouldn't want to be done to you. These are very simple concepts, but for some reason, they're just completely missed by a lot of people. That just makes you shake your head. It literally just makes you, I hate that. Using literally was one of my words and I just. Oh my God, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you know what? That's my list. <laughs> I was going to ask you, do you have any that we didn't make it to? Because I've got loud chewing, being late, saying literally when not being literal. Um, <laughs> I slow, literal walkers, <laughs> slow walkers, people eating off my plate, which really hasn't happened since like 1988, if I'm being honest. But because um, I don't mind with my wife when my wife does it. It's totally cool. Man, we get yeah. that. Uh, I don't mind loud loud breathing. I had loud breathing and that's about it. So like loud chewing, loud breathing, being late, people eating off my plate, slow walkers, people who interrupt. There's a few, uh, well, I said that one, but there's a few. I have just that, one more. That's a big one for me. I'll those were popular that. ones. Those were the most right. popular. Okay. I got you. That's what I was I basing you. that on. So my oh, last, go ahead. My last one. And this is a big one for me is, um, picky eaters ordering food. I don't mind people being picky. I mind when, you're a picky eater and we're sitting together at a table in a restaurant and a waiter comes over and yeah, I'll have the lasagna and I'll have this and I'll have that. Well, can you do the lasagna without the pasta? And can you, can you bring the boil for the tomato sauce down to just under 48 degrees? I mean, the, the, the stuff that I hear from some people that they ask, and of course, restaurants are trying to accommodate in any way that they can, but certain picky eaters with everything people have today, you know, we can't eat gluten. I don't even know what the hell gluten is. You can't eat this. You can't have that. Don't give me carbs. I don't want, what the hell do people do anymore? I really don't even understand <laughs> what this is in this world of gluten-free oh, wow. and, and I don't eat carbs and this is cholesterol and I'm Atkins. I don't eat meat. I don't eat that. I don't, I don't give a crap what it is that you all are doing in that sense. But when, a, when there's a menu and on that menu is lasagna and you want it, get the damn lasagna. Don't ask yeah, for lasagna. lasagna. That, that's a tough one. I don't know what you're doing. Go somewhere else and get what you want then. What the hell, dude? Why do we have to strip everything down for people to build it back up to your basic boring level, whatever it might be? If you're allergic to crap, then don't go to a restaurant or store that serves the crap you're allergic to. There's a freaking thought. Use another use another dish other than lasagna because uh, I, I cannot see somebody deciding to screw with a layered dish. So use lasagna. another one. Use another one. Use lasagna. Use another one besides lasagna. Um, I will go with, um, a hanger steak. How about a hanger steak? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not much you can take off a hanger steak either, but I'm saying that's say. how picky people can be if they could find something to do that with, you know, if it's made yeah. with a bourbon sauce and you want the steak without the bourbon sauce, then I mean, you really, you didn't want that steak. I mean, that's the way it comes, dude. Like you just, I don't know, man. It's, just, it, it's certain things that get too much. A simple little leave that on the side. I'm okay with. But when it's like, well, how's this? And what do you think of this? And what if I did this? That, 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 oh, that, that guy doesn't care. That server doesn't tense. give a crap. That server yeah. doesn't give a crap. We hand you a menu for that reason. Look on the menu, see what's in the food, and order it. And just be done right. and move on. I mean, I literally like bite, I did it again. 
but I do literally bite my lip when people do it because I don't want to say anything out loud, especially if I'm with them because I somehow know them. It might be a friend's wife. It might be my, I'm not going to even say it, but there are people that do this. <laughs> hey, you know, if there's a, 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 you know a, who a, you a, are. On the defense of anybody who, like myself or my wife, who may be dealing doing with the Atkins thing, what we normally do ahead of time is, if we especially if we know where we're going, we'll figure that shit out before we leave the freaking house. That's all I'm saying. But man. at I'm the same time, don't have those. But yeah, like we we and also because my wife and I have been in food service most of our lives, I still am. Thankfully, she is not. Yeah, there's a massive understanding of all that. And 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 it wasn't until I started working for the concept I started working for seven years ago that I started understanding. Because let me tell you, for the first three years, I was like, oh, who would eat gluten-free pizza? And so, and I'm eating gluten-free pizza sometimes. Now, that's a bad example, too, because gluten-free pizza is freaking horrible. And so is, so is keto crust. It's disgusting, dude. Don't freaking fool yourself. I'm just saying there's a, there's a couple other things you can do to sort of beat that other than destroying the premise of a wonderful item like pizza. Uh, and, and deciding to gluten-free Yeah, that you can crap. go to a New York pizza joint and get a real freaking pizza, man. That's what you yeah. can do. It's, or you could just not eat that pizza, too. So, you know, I mean, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. There's a, there's a lot of shit shortcuts people are trying to pull in a lot of that stuff. And I see what you're saying on that, too. And, again, really, if we know that we're going to a place that is not going to be able to accommodate our what we want automatically, we certainly aren't going to try and chop up the menu because automatically you, you – you, but, but, by the way, I want everyone to know, every modification you make to a set dish – ups your chance of having a bodily fluid put into your food by at least 15% per modification. So just do the math on all that right now. And you can give or take 5% on that. Um, just try not to be, like Ken is saying, you don't really want to be that modifier person because, dude, it's already hard enough to get a complex menu down as a chef. Uh, and then you've got somebody who's deciding to they just want to beat the hell out of that item. It really can get annoying. That's a, a totally different tangent, but you're right, Ken. I'm going to follow you on this one and say I think you're. I, I, it bothers me too, and it's another sort of uh, elitist attitude that comes along with a lot of that sometimes. Um, but it also could be just somebody who just bothered not to look at the elitist. Elitist being the people that are ordering in that manner. Are you yes, saying yes, or the yes, people yes, that yes, are yes, bothered yes. by? It? Okay, because I feel no, that no, way no. too. I totally yeah, feel that yeah. way because it's like. Come on, man. It's like you could have just very that. easily said, bring me the steak plain. I don't want anything on it. Just cook me the steak medium and put it on a plate. That's fine. Do that. No, don't don't rip everything apart. Oh, but does this sauce have this in it? Yeah, oh, man. Fucking no. I mean, come on. Modifications, man. man. Bring it's, the chef over here so he can tell you what he's worked so hard to create that you want to tear apart. And eh, let's see how you make him feel now. I mean, come on. Why are you going out, man? Why are you going out? Like just spare yeah, everybody and stay like home. That. That's the truth, man. Anyway. Ken, you know, at the end of all this, dude, do you feel any better? No, I feel worse. I'm angry. I really? Need <laughs> I need to smoke a joint now. Damn it, man. <laughs> you all would that think the airing of the grievances would make Seriously, me feel man. so much better that it's all off my chest now. No, now I'm actually thinking about the people who I'm personally putting those out to, either hearing the show, hearing about the show, or hearing me say this and be like, that motherfucker's talking about me, isn't he? Well, we did have a nice festivist feel going on right now. I don't, I don't know what happened to it, but anyway, guys, uh, Ken, man, thank you so much. It's Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. We we're still we've we're still employed. Everything is okay in our end. Shout out to anybody who might be unemployed. Uh, people are hiring in the restaurant business right now. So if you really don't have a job, go there because we can't hire enough people. Or if you want to build um, pools in Miami, I need some help. So come on down. You man. can do that too. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out today. Bradley Smith, Tammy Freeman, Manheimer, and uh, I think I think there was a yeah, there was a Jordana Riley in there. That's hey, a, that's another one that pops up. 
That's a beautiful thing. If you folks haven't seen uh, on on uh, uh, in the comment section, I did put the link to our YouTube channel. Please go there and subscribe. We're up to about 28, but we can do much better than that. There's so many friends of ours. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again so much for coming and hanging out with us on the Casually Serious Podcast, Pet Peeves, Which Ones Annoy You the Most episode. Um, you guys have a great night, and uh, we'll see you soon. Wadi-dadi, we like to party. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. <laughs> <laughs>